What's up, everybody? We're back with another episode of Bling Talks, where we talk everything bling in the jewelry industry. Today, we have a very special guest. I'm super glad to have him on. His name is Zach Amy with Amy Jewelry Company out of Butler, Pennsylvania. Can't wait to talk to you and share uh, all your information and introduce you to the community. What's up, Zach? How you doing today? Doing great, Anthony. It's an honor to be here. Absolutely, man. So me and this guy had a, a little quick chat prior to this, and... Um, this is the exact type of guy we want um, on this podcast. Uh, definitely a born and raised into the jewelry industry, has a crazy cool uh, history. I want to hear all about it. Zach, tell us how you got into the jewelry industry and kind of how you got where you are right now. So I kind of grew up around the industry. Uh, my father was always working in a jewelry store and he broke off with a partner whenever I was a child and they started a business. So I was always kind of in and out of that jewelry store, helping him, you know, tear apart scrap rings and working with my hands. And I kind of fell in love with the bench work there and kind of grew up around all of that, kind of showed an interest, always knew that I'd probably end up doing something in the jewelry industry. Uh, whenever I graduated high school, though, I went to the Marine Corps. I was in the infantry and I was a machine gunner. I did one tour in Afghanistan, and then once I got out of the Marine Corps, I went to the I went to GIA in Carlsbad, California, where I took the I took their graduate jeweler program, and that's where I got like the foundation for all my bench work, and it was a great program, uh, awesome instructors, some of which I still am close with today, and learned a lot, and went back to Pennsylvania. And that's whenever my family and I started our current business. That was in 2016. And we've just been going strong ever since then and uh, continuous growth. That's amazing, man. Thank you for your service. That's a, quite the swinging profession there, you know, <laughs> right. shooting machine guns in Afghanistan and uh, selling prestigious diamonds in a showroom. That's right. That's wild. Um, so you guys are definitely the epitome of a family owned and operated uh, jewelry business. What are the what are the some of the things that you guys feel you've found the most success with, you know, since you guys started in 2016, this new business at least. Right. Yeah. So we specialize in custom bridal and repair work and remounts. You know, it, it's I think where we really succeed is just creating a relationship with the customer and you know, we will listen to exactly what they're looking for and building them their dream ring. And, you know, that we have a full service shop on site, so nothing gets sent out or anything. It gives them a lot of trust and just, you know, everything's in that realm has been uh, working out great for us. And uh, we've really built an, a name and a reputation for our company where uh, people really enjoy the product that we're producing. Yeah. Yeah. We, we find that a lot with, you know, family owned and operated, or even just like the smaller business. Or when I talk to a lot of the salespeople, um, just how much the relationships really matter in this business. I mean, right. uh, that, yeah, that's, that's great. And so um, do you guys, do you guys have in-house repair? Yes. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. So a couple of, couple of questions as far as how do you guys do you guys have like certain KPIs or goals that you guys focus on to judge success by? You know, it's, I, I know like bigger, big box stores and, you know, the corporate companies, they, 
you know, dive super into having like all their, their goals and metrics and things like that. Uh, I, I do consider myself like a data driven person. Um, but with us being like a mom and pop shop, uh, I don't think we probably dive into those things as deeply as those big box stores do, but you know, it's definitely something that we do track as far as like month to month sales and quarterly, yearly, you know, things like that. Um, so it is something that we do track, but yeah, it's truly been continuous growth, uh, just comparing monthly each year, you know, it's just, uh, every, every month, each year, we, we do more than we did the previous year. So, uh, that's as long as we keep going that route, we're, we're happy. So, um, everything's been working out great so far. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's one of those things when you're in a tight knit organization, especially in retail, uh, it's hard to kind of step back and create those systems and look at them. It's just like, let's just right. run in this race. And you know, what's kind of crazy is you guys started in 2016. Right. Um, how did you guys handle the pandemic? Yeah, so go just like anyone else. I mean, going into it, it was kind of a big question mark, like what what was going to happen? What's this going to do for like to us? And we did have a mandatory shutdown. It was for about two months, I believe. And you know, during that time, especially, you you just you don't know. You know, when am I going to go back to work? But uh, thankfully, it wasn't too long. It was kind of like a you know, mandatory time off and uh, went back to work. And what was surprising is the couple of months that we returned were huge months. And uh, it seemed like everyone, especially with engagement rings, it seems like every everyone was stuck at home with each other and decided, hey, we need to go get married. So as soon as we opened up, we did tons of engagement rings. And yeah, you know, we're super blessed that um, it you know, it, it was like a hiccup, but it didn't really negatively affect us too much. Nice. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, disposable income that popped up. Yeah. The doors started opening back up. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of research, actually, that what happened with COVID in the jewelry industry that I've read. And uh, people were definitely getting booed up. You know, they were right. on the couch and and uh, <laughs> but it's crazy because so many people were stopping advertising and shutting shutting down and then it was kind of like a little gold rush there's a lot of money spent in, yeah. in 2021 and when that stuff started um you know kind of diffusing um well that's that's honestly a, a good thing to get through that so congratulations I, a lot of people didn't get through that uh, right. so a couple uh, a couple other questions so what kind of advice would you maybe give to another jewelry store owner or something to the community that, you know, you've kind of found success with or avoided or something of that nature, something that works well for you? Yeah, my best advice, uh, as far as with the customer, I always believe in, you know, listen to what, listen to what the customer is telling you and, uh, you know, just try to see where they're coming from as far as like, if you're, you know, looking, if they're trying to build engagement, you know, I try to always just listen to exactly what, what they want. Cause what the guy previous, the 20 people before him, this guy might be something completely different. So I always try to just listen to exactly what the customer wants 
and kind of give my best advice as far as design and structure, things like that. Um, but just being disciplined, being consistent, there's just like anything in life, there's going to be good days, there's bad days. Uh, just keep showing up and, you know, just uh, stay focused. And, you know, that's all you can do is, is work hard. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I'm not sure your age or whatever, but you're definitely 30. 30. Cool. I'm yep. pretty sorry. You're, you're definitely, you know, next generation. And and we are, come, we, you know, kind of come from a little bit of an archaic industry with right our fathers and their fathers running that you're, you're a young, young, sharp guy. How are you, how are you taking traditional way of doing business and now our new era of like technology and digital marketing and AI now, how are you kind of managing all that? Yeah. So I've definitely been putting a really heavy focus on content creation for social media. Uh, it's definitely been like as far as marketing goes, social media has been our best avenue. And I've been, I do most of the bench work at our store and I try to create content to basically tell, tell stories to the masses of, uh, you know, what actually happens whenever it comes to creating jewelry or repairing jewelry. Uh, anytime a customer comes in with like an interesting repair, I try to create a story about it and tell the story through video uh, condense it into like a 60 second clip and I put it on to my Instagram and my YouTube channel and such. And it's really brought a lot of uh, traffic to our store. Uh, people really seem to, you know, find it interesting. And uh, I really enjoy that and kind of trying to figure out the the science of storytelling and uh, getting people's attention and holding it, you know, and uh, I, I have a lot of fun with that. So yeah, social media, and content creation has been a really big thing for me this year, uh, growing a YouTube channel and, uh, just, it's just kind of like a different path I'm taking at the same time as, as doing the retail jewelry thing. And, uh, I've really enjoyed it. And I think that's the future because I mean, you look around, everyone's looking at their phone, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to give them something to look at, you know, while they're on their phone. So that's, that's kind of where I'm coming at with that. Yeah. That's, that's really good because. A lot of people struggle with being a jeweler, being a business owner, being a salesperson, and then also being a marketer because right. it's really, they're almost like equally as important. Um, yeah. so, Many hats. <laughs> yeah. And and so you did mention you kind of a little bit familiar with AI. How are you using AI and kind of your posting? Because right. it, you know, a lot of people aren't hip to that just yet. Yeah. And yeah, I think we're just at like the tip of the iceberg with with AI. You know, it's uh, a newer thing, and I think it's something that it's wise for jewelers to you know do their best to learn and understand to the best of their ability. I'm certainly not an expert, but a lot of times I will use ChatGPT to help uh, with my content creation as far as uh, when I'm trying to come up, come up with ideas and I just can't quite, um, you know, might not fully have a idea or concept in my mind. And sometimes that helps get the juices going, you know, I'll ask it questions and such, uh, even like creating captions for videos, or if, uh, you want hashtags for a post tags for a YouTube video, 
uh, things like that. ChatGPT is really helpful. Um, I also use AI for some of the photo editing, like whenever I'm taking uh, pictures of jewelry for you know a website or something, you can use AI to touch it up, things like that. And like I said, I think we're like just at the very beginning of implementing AI into this industry. And I'm really excited to see, you know, what the next 10, 20 years looks like. And, you know, maybe I've, I keep thinking like, you know, if there'd be some way AI could be used for design, some sort of like design software, like I do a lot of remounts, you know, and someone will bring in five rings and I'm measuring all the different size melee and different shape stones and fancy cut stones, things like that. It'd be cool if there was like some sort of software where I can tell it exactly how many stones of what size. And then maybe AI could pop out 20 design ideas that, you know, could be a possibility. And I can show my customer like, Hey, you know, here's images of what your ring, your gemstones could look like in these style of rings. And then, you know, take it from there type of thing. So I, I think that's kind of where AI could be going in our industry as far as like design. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited to, to see what ends up happening. Yep, you're right. I, I think you're right. We're right on the ball. And uh, some of those things you said are actually doable right now. Um, really? maybe, maybe right after this, I'll show you a couple. Awesome. Uh, show you that stuff. But um, yeah, man, it, it's honestly been an absolute pleasure. Um, you know, if there's anything you want to leave the community with, um, let me know. Um, and if not, you know, we can, we can kind of wrap it up and let people know how to get a hold of you. And awesome. so, so yeah, if you guys want to get a, a hold of Zach, um, at a Zach, Amy, um, tell them, we know how they can get a hold of you and spell the the website. Cause it's right. <laughs> yeah. My last name, my last name is kind of tricky. It's pronounced Amy, like the girl's name, but it's spelled E M I G H. And yeah, if you want to reach out to me, uh, you can go onto my Instagram and shoot me a message there. My name on Instagram is Zach Amy Jewelry. Uh, my YouTube channel is Zach Amy Jewelry. And you can also reach out to me on Facebook as well. So yeah, any of those uh, those uh, platforms. I'm also on TikTok. But um, yeah, it's been a pleasure talking to you, Anthony. And uh, I appreciate you having me on. Of course, man. Uh, pleasure is all mine. And uh, look forward to having you in the community, building a relationship and all of us shining brother, brighter together. So uh, again, thank you so much and have a great day, Zach. Hey, thanks. You too.